Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for October 30th, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. I trust, trust that this series has been a blessing to you thus far. This is part 38 of the overall series. The title of today's message is The Fruit of God's Spirit, More Joy and Peace. I dealt with joy and peace yesterday, and today I'm going to give you some more joy and peace. Peace. Let's deal with it. So the foundational scriptures for this series are John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. In John 1 and 14, the Bible says the word Jesus became flesh. He made his dwelling amongst us. We were able to behold his glory. It was the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father full of grace and truth. In verse 17, John 1 and 17, the Bible says the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So we've been studying grace and truth. We went to Galatians chapter 3. We studied that. Galatians chapter 4. We studied that. Galatians chapter 5. We studied that. And the Apostle Paul is going into painstaking detail, comparing and contrasting the law that was given by Moses with the grace and truth that came through Jesus Christ. In chapter 5 of Galatians, we finally got to the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And so this is Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. And I like the way the Passion Bible lists it because other translations have nine fruit of the Holy Spirit, and it includes love as one of the nine. The Passion Bible, I think, is more accurate in that it connects love to God himself and then lists the other eight fruit as expressions of God's love, meaning that all the fruit of the Holy Spirit emanate from the fact that God is love and they are expressions of the love of God towards us through the power of his spirit. So yesterday I taught on joy and peace. I want to go back to that again today. Joy and peace. I'm giving you more joy and peace today. Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23 read, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all of its varied expressions. So all of the fruit that is produced inside of you is the love of God. And it comes out in all of these varied expressions. Here's eight expressions of God's love. Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Now, going back to the compare and contrast between the spirit and the law, Paul closes it out by saying, never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. The law was limited. The spirit is limitless. Never set the law above these things. Your focus should be on the Holy Spirit, being led of the Holy Spirit to do whatever he tells you to do, to go wherever he tells you to go, to say whatever he tells you to say. When you get there, you're led of the Holy Spirit. You're allowing the fruit of the Holy Spirit to be produced in your life and to be on display for all the world to see so that when people come in contact with you, they are actually coming in contact with God. So what does this mean to you today? What does this mean to you today? I have four things to share with you in this morning. I want to uh, share these four things now. This is where I need you to rid yourself of all distractions. Open up your heart to hear what God is saying. Four things. Number one, here we go. The first two fruits of the Holy Spirit listed in Galatians chapter five and verse 22, after love, of course, because love is who God is, are joy and peace. Joy and peace are so powerful that I taught an entire series back in 2018 on joy and and peace. If you get the email version of today's word, I provided you the link. If not, you can go to todaysword.org and you'll see the link in today's message, right? So there's a link there for you to go to that. 
And what I did back in 2008, number two was I taught a series entitled Joy and Peace and Believing. And I actually stood on 2000, in 2008, my wife and I, we declared Romans uh, 15 and 23 over our lives every day in 2008. That was part of our, our annual confession for 2008. And we were believing God for Romans 15 uh, and 23. And uh, this is what the Bible says. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you would abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you would abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now think about what, what, what the Lord is saying there through the Apostle Paul. One of the most challenging things to do as a believer is wait on God right? I mean, like you're probably waiting on God to do some things that he told you he was going to do in your life. As a believer, we're called believers for a reason. We're believing. We are actively believing God on a daily basis. And there are things that we should ha have received by way of a promise. God can speak to you. He can give you a dream while you're sleeping, a vision while you're awake. He can send somebody to give you a prophetic word. There's, that God can speak to you through the Holy Spirit, through his word while you're reading his word. But anyway, there are things that God has promised you that you're waiting on God to do, right? And, and, and it's great to have a word from God and you get excited and, and you're pumped up about that word and you have a promise and you are in expectation of manifestation. But what happens when those days, while you're waiting on God to do what he said he was gonna do, when those days turn into weeks and those weeks turn into months and watch it, what happens when those months turn into years, like it did for many people in the Bible, like it's done for me and it's done for others? When, when you're waiting on God to do something for years, for years. Now, there's people that won't wait a few days, but I'm talking about believing God, right? I mean, believing God for days and weeks and months and years. And, and when you're believing God for that length of time, then anybody, I mean, it happens to all of us. We all feel the pressure to give up, to cave in, and to quit. To but if you relax the grip that you have on your faith while you're waiting on God, you run the risk of missing out on what God promised. The apostle Paul told us in Galatians 6 and 9 that our harvest will come at the proper time if we do not give up. Once again, our harvest will come at the proper time if we do not give up. There is a season when your harvest is due. Your harvest will come due. There is a due season, but you cannot give up or cave in or quit before that time. This is where, uh, actually, I said Romans 15 and 23 earlier. I apologize. It's Romans 15 and 13. This is where Romans 15 and 13 comes in. Romans 15 and 13 teaches us that the Holy Spirit enables us to abound in hope while we're waiting on God. We can have a supernatural hope. We are abounding in hope. In the world, people will tell you something like, oh baby, don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up because you don't want to be disappointed. No, the Holy Spirit will say, get your hopes up, son. Get your hopes up, daughter. I want you to abound in hope, a supernatural hope while you're waiting on God. This is a Holy, uh, Holy Spirit-inspired hope that comes when God fills your heart with joy and peace in believing. That's Romans 15 and 13. When you have the excitement and the expectation that comes from God's joy with 
coupled with the stability and the endurance that comes with God's peace. You can hold on no matter how long it takes. Let me tell you something. Right now, we're in 2019, and I am personally waiting on God for something major in my life that God spoke to me in 2013. And here we are. I, I didn't expect it to take this long. I thought it would have happened years ago, but I'm not going to give up on God. I know that God said it, and he will perform it. He declared it, and he'll make it good. That's Numbers 23 and 19. So I'm not going to lose my hope. And in order for me not to lose my hope, I have to tap into the joy and to the peace of the Holy Spirit. His joy and his peace caused me to abound in hope, even though it's been six years. His joy and his peace caused me to abound in hope. I can get up every morning, say, you know what? It may happen today. Today might be the day, but I know that is going to happen and I abound in hope. And I pray that you get to the same point where you can abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You must believe that you are going to see in your hands what God said in your heart. This is how we're supposed to live. Number three, joy that overflows from God's love. Now I'm going to close with points three and four on joy and peace, right? So those first two was about the series that I've shared before and that type of thing. And you can go check that out. But let's talk about specifically what the apostle Paul said here in Galatians chapter five, verses 22 and 23. He said, joy that overflows. And this is an expression of God's love. All the fruit of the Holy Spirit are being birthed from, emanating from the love of God. When you know that God loves you, it's easy to tap into his joy because you don't question his love and you don't question his commitment towards you. Now, this is where you got to be convinced that God loves you because if the enemy can get you to question God's love or his commitment towards you, then those nagging seeds of doubt are going to lead to fear. And fear will cause a faith failure. If you're, You cannot be in faith and in fear at the same time. If you are in faith, then you have nothing to be afraid of. If you are in fear, then you definitely not believe in God. But you can't be in both at the same time. If you ever get to the point where you are in fear because you allowed seeds of doubt to lead to unbelief, and then unbelief led to fear. Now that you're over in fear, you're no longer in faith. And at that point, the devil strips you of your joy. Now you don't have joy anymore. You can be saved and be miserable. And I know people like that. Don't let that be you. Don't let the devil steal your joy. Remind yourself daily how much God loves you. If you know God loves you, his joy will fill your heart. And then number four, finally, peace. You can have peace that subdues, the text says, based on God's love. The Holy Spirit can give you a peace that will withstand every attack of the enemy. When you know that God loves you and you open up your heart to his peace, then you're not moved by anything or anyone. The highest form of faith is rest. As a believer, we got to learn how to enter into God's rest. And when you enter into God's rest, you are unbothered by changing circumstances. You're just not bothered. I'm not moved. At that point, the peace of God fills your heart and fills your mind, and you're not going to be moved by anything. The best way to get to this point is to remind yourself over and over and over and over again how much God loves you. Faith works by love. We studied that, Galatians 5 and 6. Your faith is going to be strong when you know God loves you. Your faith will never be strong until you get to the point where you are convinced that God loves you with an unshakable, unwavering, and unconditional love. When God's love fills your heart, then his peace is going to fill your heart too. Joy 
and peace in believing. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your joy and peace. I declare that I abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I have the excitement and the expectation that comes from your joy. Your joy fills my heart daily because I remind myself over and over how much you love me. Mm. Since I am convinced that you love me, Satan cannot steal my joy. I also have peace. I have peace that cannot be shaken. I am not easily moved. I am steadfast, unmovable, and unbothered by changing circumstances. I have entered into your rest where your promises are concerned. There is a season when my harvest will come due. I shall reap in due season because I refuse to quit. I will never quit because I know you love me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. Subscribe and you're going to get all my notes in your email inbox for free. As you head into this day, let me drive this home one last time. You can have joy and peace in believing. You can abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joy and peace come when you know that God loves you. Do me a favor, before you leave the screen, share this on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. You have an amazing day. God loves you. God bless you.